All right, welcome back to The Regulators. This is episode 17. I'm Thomas Gerson. I'm Dylan Stickles. Let's get this started. Bro, Regulators can almost have sex in terms of episode amounts. Almost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Next time, you know, if if every episode represents a year, Regulators is legal. Well, technically in Indiana right now, it's legal, but but... We're talking federal, you know? Federal. You always got to go federal. And yeah. even then, it's a little weird if you're even, even at 18, it's a... Yeah, I'm not saying 18 is... I'm not... What the fuck do I want with an 18-year-old, personally? Yeah, I want to be able to have conversations. Mm-hmm. I want... Honestly, I'd probably be into women that are older than me more than anything. <laughs> you know, because that's where good conversation comes from, I feel yeah. like, a lot of the time. But teach you some shit. Not too much older, to be clear you know but within the range of yeah you know yeah a little more established i get i mean i feel like that's kind of a good sign for me within personally. 10 years you know yeah because I, <laughs> I like a lady, <laughs> i like a lady to be a little more established um than like generally speaking an 18 year old would be you know oh yeah and i feel like that's a good thing probably I don't, I'm not trying to take advantage of anybody around yeah. here, you know. It's a safe move. And it's not it's not even like a move, it's just natural, which is cool. Yeah. You know? It's, it might just be normal, you know? Yeah, I mean it's it's good whenever the way that you are falls in line with the way Society that, is. Yeah, society yeah. is it's like, awesome, dude. It's just, great. Society you says you should be, yeah. you know. Um, let's talk about white privilege. Yeah. Okay. I like it, man. <laughs> Honestly, it's going okay, you know? <laughs> Dude, this is going to be found years yeah. from now. Yeah, I mean, we know we have a real opinion. At least I have my real opinion on white Dude, privilege. Dude, I'm just trying to turn that into a joke, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I, I'm just going to have to try it at some point. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. I still think I could turn that, the punch Nazis thing into a pretty good joke that I was telling you about in front of bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if I learned how to do it a little better, had some more, had a little more charisma, mm-hmm. I might be able to pull it off. But it'd be risky. Yeah, you'd have to get the 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 delivery down perfectly. And the wording. Mm-hmm. It, you can't get. That's tied what to sitting wording. down and writing for is. I mean, it's just getting the wording down. I just. That's why I make lists. Like, if you you might have noticed that I'll make. I'll write the beginning of a joke and then put dot, 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 and then just make lists of punchlines. And that'll help with the wording. Something I did earlier is I, um, on the very top of the page, like where you would put a title, I put like the, not even the premise, but like a subject you can write about. Yeah. Like I put having two moms. Yeah. And then below that, I just wrote like questions about you know, that will lead to further writing. Like, mm-hmm. what's good about it? What's not good about it? You know? Yeah. What's, how do I, like, how do I feel about it? How does society feel? You know, like, just all mm-hmm. sorts of different questions. That's one of the questions, that's something that I should probably do is, like, start writing down how do I feel about it? Because mm-hmm. you were telling me earlier, and it's definitely true, I tell stories without emotion in them. I kind of yeah. just tell what happened. You tell the course of, of events, events yeah. rather than... Just like, oh, this, this is what happened, and this is how I fucking felt about it, yeah. you know? And I'm not saying I do that either. I'm just saying, 
you know, it's easier to notice shit like that whenever you're watching somebody else. That's true, And yeah. you can talk to them about it. I think that's why comics are such good friends, usually. Because you can be like, hey, I like that shit, but if you built on it this way or changed mm-hmm. it that way, and everybody's like, oh, shit, that would be cool, you know? And yeah. then they do it, and it it's works. It's collaborative, honestly. Mm-hmm. It might be... It's not a as little, collaborative A little as more collaborative be. than it should be, I think. I think it's not as collaborative as it should be, personally. Because we feel Stand weird... Stand up? Well, we feel weird about giving other people notes. And, like, here's an idea to make that better. Yeah, but I think a point, like, a big aspect of stand-up comedy is that it's you alone who's working on this set. Mm-hmm. Um, I and mean, I get that big comics have, uh, like, a writer's group. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. that, but I don't know. It feels like the artist has to do the art or else, like... I don't know. If if you have a team of writers with you, maybe do something like Wu-Tang or Tribe did, where it's literally like oh, shit. a group cool. of comics. I don't know how that would work, though. But I don't know, but I'm just saying, like... But and that's the, really the goal, though, I feel like, personally, is to just have, like, a group of people... And just lo- like local comics that you're friends with, you'd be like, oh, like actually be able to talk about this shit rather than being like, that's yeah, like good job being, yeah. instead of being like, good job and also this thing, you know? yeah. Like here's a second set of eyes on it more than. And I like that aspect of collaboration with it. That's why I like uh, the idea of Bohemian Grove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, initially, that's the, that's the meeting of all the evil minds, right? <laughs> yeah, it totally <laughs> okay. is. But initially, it was it was created by Mark Twain mm. as like an artist's retreat where it's just uh, an area of collaboration mm-hmm. um, where like poets, writers, painters, musicians, like just everyone could go. And then it turned into. Yeah, did Ernest Hemingway go to Bohemian Grove? Quite possibly. Because I feel sure. like that might be the spot where he did like the whole six word story or whatever the fuck it's called. Maybe. Have you ever? Did you ever have to do those in school? No. In school, that was one of our writing <clears throat> projects. Was a six word story. Yeah, his was um, baby shoes for sale, never worn. Oh, yeah. interesting. Uh-huh. And you gotta come up with your own six words. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And I don't remember any of mine because I don't think they were very good. But <clears throat> it was yeah. like it's a cool little. That might be a, like a fun way to do a one-liner too. Is to just make it a, like a six-word story. Yeah. It's like, I don't know pop, if I pop, could pull pop, that off. I I definitely want to try that. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be your whole set like that. You can just I'm trying to think. As soon as that wasn't, like, on my schedule every day, I cut out math entirely. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right, well, children. Today we're going to be we, we're gonna be learning about how to open the calculator app. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. That was so Great hard. Great execution, Thomas. You know, they would let us use our calculator app in school sometimes, which means that we literally have, like, the box open that will tell us the answer, but we can only use this, like, one little part of it, you know? It's like, this is, like, you open Pandora's box a crack, and then we're like, you can't use the rest of it. And expected us not yeah. to just take advantage of it. Yeah, we used to play Angry Birds. <laughs> but, it was, but it was using our calculator. <laughs> Man. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, there was all sorts of workarounds for yeah. this shit. Uh, Dude, like what do you think headphone? Chromebooks acted as, bro? Chromebooks were a fucking lifesaver, dude. <laughs> I never. You could play Pop Tropica on that shit. <laughs> I never had a Chromebook personally. Really? There was a point in school because we were we we're in the generation where they provided like laptops and shit. Except yeah. we didn't go to public school, so I don't know. No, my even my public schools didn't give us laptops. Well, it depends. They were on like, oh, here's a list. 42 is your number, but we keep them here at the school all That's the time. how it was in middle school, but once I got to high school, we got our own devices. Oh, yeah. So that might be the... But our generation are people who got sure. devices from school. Yeah. And I personally... Mine got stolen out of my truck, my entire backpack, because I never took my backpack out of my truck. Yeah. Because I, I didn't do homework, you know. <laughs> I don't, what do I need it for? It's just, now I know where it is, and I don't have to look for it tomorrow morning, you know. Putting but, shit in the bag to leave at another place. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got stolen, and along with my laptop yeah. and all my other shit. So one day, it's like, I had to go to school with, like, a MacBook and, like, a notebook. And I was like, this is this is going to have to work. And they were like, you can't use your own computer. And I was like, okay. And then I just kept using it. <laughs> like, the entire... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the entire rest of the time I was at school, I just kept using my own computer. And they were like, I mean, I guess he's probably not doing school on it anyway. <laughs> Even if it was his real computer, he's not engaging in our If he was cheating, anymore. he'd have better grades. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I almost saw, like, getting bad grades as, like, the accomplishment. Like, you gotta work hard. To, you can't say that shit, though. <laughs> you gotta work hard as fuck to be as bad as I was at school, <laughs> bro. Especially if you're not, like, super stupid. Because, like, you know, I'm not trying to be, like, I'm smart as shit, but I'm not stupid, necessarily. You're not su- super yeah. stupid, at least. Yeah. And, you know, I just... I'm opening myself up here. What are you doing? I had, I had, I had a guy, I knew a guy in school that smart kid, but he microdosed LSD every day. <laughs> and like, I had a room with him. So just every day. He'd just be like, yep. <laughs> just like, okay. Oh, dude. This is my eye drop. It's just you know? an interesting way to go. I don't know. <laughs> interesting thing to do. Yeah, I just, you have to work hard as fuck to do as poorly as I did, I think. Um, to just not care at all and to just let the stress of like, I didn't do the yeah. thing, just like, like leave you <laughs> and you're just like, oh, I don't care. It's a tremendous obstacle that you have surpassed. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Allowing nothing to face you. I feel like if I were more stupid, it would make more sense. But instead it was just like, actually I'm choosing to say fuck you to That's all funny. of this stuff sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> I tell you about that guy from Reddit. <laughs> Who gave himself a stroke by sucking his own dick? Oh, <laughs> what? He just said he fucked himself up in some way, and like bent the wrong way, and like had a stroke at like twenty one. No way! <laughs> I think it's because he spent too long, like in the position to suck his own dick, and oh, like dude. got out of it and had a stroke. <laughs> but, but imagine! Oh my god! He permanently fucked up. He permanently fucked up his like arteries or something. Yeah, shit. bro. Bro, imagine explaining that. To a doctor, right? It's <laughs> just like, you know, like, what's wrong? What happened? It's like, I was sucking my own dick, and then I smelled burnt popcorn, you know? <laughs> like, uh, I go, hold on, I need to spit out the cum. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves their own brand, you know? 
<laughs> Everyone loves their own <laughs> Everyone loves their own bed. I've, I've kept it in my mouth since a comfort, you know? <laughs> so I can't do fucking anything now. <laughs> I can't swallow, doctor. I'm even a dirty. What? I'm even a dirty. I'm even a dirty. I'm even a dirty. I'm a great man, Bingo. The great man, Bingo. The generation below us will have never seen that movie. Yeah, I, I mean, you. I don't know that it's necessarily a negative, because I rewatched The Sandlot not too long ago, and it wasn't as nearly you, as good. Dude, have you seen the original Bad News Bears? Yeah, They say bro. some foul <laughs> shit in that movie, dude. My dad made sure that we watched that one, because he saw us watching the Billy Bob Thornton one on TV. Yeah. He was like, this isn't the anything. same story, bro. dude. It's like, this isn't anything. So he oh showed God, us the original, dude. like, <laughs> what? Whoa. Did he just say that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on somewhere. We can rewatch it. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my Lord. I can't remember. I don't even want to... I can't even quote the movie. No, bro. It's like... <laughs> it's, like it's like Blazing Saddles. That's how close the words are together. <laughs> it's like Blazing Saddles, you know? You can't... Hey, boy! <laughs> you can't just start quoting Blazing I Saddles. I can't be... The new sheriff is a... <laughs> you literally can't quote one line without... No. I did I did earlier around my family and they were like what? I was like it's blazing saddles and they're like oh yeah oh, oh oh that's okay yeah I mean my mom loves blazing saddles it's such a funny movie she loves that one and Christmas Vacation are like her two favorite comedy movies of the I haven't seen time. any of the vacation movies except for the Ed Holmes remake oh. <laughs> if I, I just know, don't like Chevy Chase enough. If I didn't know what was so important on that laptop, I would shut it right now, and we would go in there, bro. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, having not seen any vacation. I don't like Chevy Chase enough. He's a piece of shit. Oh, it doesn't matter, bro. That's kind of how he is in the movie. Yeah. Like, every, like he's not even, like, a lovable piece of shit. He's just, like, a funny piece of shit. We watched the clip in class where he thinks he's getting a bonus, but he gets the... Jam a month. <laughs> and the jelly a month. The whole time I was just like, ah, uh, this is unfunny. You gotta watch the whole movie though to understand. We're gonna watch. Oh my goodness. I can't. I can't believe you dislike Chevy Chase. I also. refuse to watch The Christmas Vacation. Why? I just don't. It's October, dude. It's. Well, I don't mean right September. now. I'm yeah. saying in Christmas time. I would much rather watch a Hanukkah vacation. Is that absolutely not a okay, thing? Okay, I was correct. like, I was like, did they make one that I don't know about? No, <laughs> no. No, I mean, right in this period of time, we'd be watching. I've. It's not even that I wouldn't want to watch the Christmas Vacation movie. Mm-hmm. I just have so like I've seen so many Christmas movies already. I just don't need more in that genre. I have. I've had my fill. You this know. is probably the best one, in my opinion. There's a lot of them. I mean, name Step Brothers is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die Hard's a Christmas movie, yeah. Die, I mean, Die Hard's a... <sighs> Die Hard's definitely up there. I mean, I, I usually say it's my favorite Christmas movie, but... And vaca- like Christmas Vacation, I don't even think of as a vaca- as a Christmas movie at all. Really? No. Like, I, I, you, I watch it... In maybe the, when I'm in, when, maybe when it's the season, yeah, I might want to watch it. You gotta watch, you gotta watch 
Vegas vacation or regular vacation at this point, you know? Mm, yeah. Or I think they made a European vacation, too, but I can't remember. Dude, have you seen European Gigolo? Yeah, that's what I thought of whenever I said European Funny vacation. fucking movie. Dude, yeah. you remember that broad had a dick on her nose? <laughs> <laughs> she wore, like, a covering. That just... <laughs> she sneezed <laughs> right into his soup, dude. I'm sorry to change the subject so quickly, but that reminded me of the movie The Dictator. Um, okay. The Sasha Baron Cohen yeah, movie. Yeah. And my my mom, against her better judgment, let me and my sister watch that with her. When oh, we were that's funny. Not too young, but like on the border, because she didn't know what we were getting into. And we made like the whole time we're like The Dictator, and we like kept making jokes about the movie being like, "Oh, what's a dictator? It's just." You know, <laughs> It's a penis with potatoes. It didn't come out know? that early, though. Like, you should have known what a dictator is. Yeah, obviously. I, yeah. We're making a joke a about... A dictator. Oh, a tater. Okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah, a dictator. Um, hey, Napoleon, give me some of <laughs> your dictators. And then, like, halfway through that movie, uh, we see Sasha Baron Cohen's dick at one point, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and, like, we see, like, from filming from inside yeah. a vagina, and it's, you know... Okay, this might be a little insensitive, but what? do you think a dictator... Is just a male quadriplegic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you could leave that in, but that's one of I can't listen to New Country. I can only listen to like the last ten years. I can't listen yeah, to. I can only listen to fucking Johnny Cash, uh, John Denver, Hank Williams Nelson. Jr., like Waylon Jennings, Clint I, Black. I, all those. I haven't folks. listened to those. Oh, you've fun. definitely heard a Waylon Jennings song. Probably just a good old boys. Probably never. That's uh, the <clears throat> theme song to Dukes of Hazard. I much prefer like blue like blues yeah. and like I don't know bluegrass on this bluegrass is too far for me as far as country personally really yeah that's where know, you man. lose me blues is like a different thing I feel like oh yeah absolutely I feel like country is just the white version of blues <laughs> like if you go back historically yeah. too Sounds about right. And yeah. jazz is the inner city version of blues, you know? Yeah. You know, it's... But also, that's not even, like, that bump. It's what people associate with blues, but it's, you know... Oh, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I know, I, I know that you know, but I'm saying to everybody else, like... Oh, okay. Listen to Robert Johnson play the guitar. And, and it's, yeah. it's like, does he have four hands, or... What's going on There's here? There's some wild shit out there. Mm-hmm. It's like only I mean, a possessed person could do. Yeah, that I was shit. like, I was gonna say Robert Johnson was, you know, sold his soul to the devil. Yeah. Apparently, uh, which Robert Johnson was a crossroads, right? Yeah. Have yeah. we ever talked about Robert Johnson on here? I don't think so. <clears throat> so Robert Johnson, one day he, he's in town, and he goes up. They used to have these juke joints. That's where the term sure. juke bo- jukebox comes yeah. from. So all the blues artists, like, everybody who can be named, like, Sunhouse and, like, you know, everybody. I don't want to go through a big list. Yeah. But anyway, Robert Johnson goes into one of these juke joints and he 
the sun house gets off stage and he's like, I don't like, we're taking a break. And Robert Johnson gets up there and he starts playing and Sunhouse comes in from outside. He's like, would you get off the stage? You're terrible. Like you're the worst ever. Yeah. It's like ridicules in it. Soon after that, Robert Johnson leaves town for six months on a train. Okay. He comes back into town six months later. He goes up and he asks Sunhouse, could I get some performance time whenever you're off stage? And he's like, well, I, I already told you, you're terrible, you know. Mm-hmm. What, like, all yeah. this shit. And then he goes through the whole thing. And she's like, fine, fine. If you want to do it, yeah, you could do it on my off time. So he gets off stage. And Robert Johnson gets on stage. And Sunhouse, his jaw drops. Because this is the, not not only did he get good, this is like the most beautiful guitar playing mm-hmm. he and anyone else has ever heard, basically. Yeah. And he's like... It's been six. Like that's impossible. You've like well, think about if gained thirty years of experience in six months. Think about if you're gone for six months all alone with only a guitar. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it's possible. The story goes that somewhere in his travels along the way, he encountered a crossroads, and he walks up, and nobody's around. He walks up, middle of the crossroads, and he gets down on his knees, and he praise to the devil please make me musically talented and a man comes out from one of the things with a guitar yeah or no he comes out and he picks up robert's guitar and he restrings it and he gives it back to him interesting and then he walks away and then robert johnson comes back into town he's amazing yeah that being said there's also a different part of the story where like he goes to like one of the greatest guitarists ever also where instead of the devil, he just, like, zones in and gets trained. Yeah. Um, but also, it's cooler to be, like... Yeah, of course. And the cool thing about all the people in the 27 Club, because he's, like, the founding member, um, is a lot of them died by poisoning in some way. And so did Robert Johnson. So one day, he's at the bar, and he's flirting with this lady. And he doesn't know that that lady is dating the bartender. Interesting. And... His friend sees the bartender bring him over a big bottle of beer. And he says, Robert, don't drink that. It's been opened. And he says, because he, he almost knocks it out of his hand. He's like, don't drink it. It's been opened. And it's going to kill you. And Robert says, if you try to knock another $4 bottle of beer out of my hand, I'm going to kill you. And he downs it. And then he dies a few hours later from poisoning. Yeah. Who knows? I'll go to New York. <laughs> yeah, I think I just realized <laughs> you said New York and your Jewish DNA came out a little bit there. <laughs> dude the chutzpah on this fucking kid New York <laughs> my spleen you know if I were a rich man little 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 <laughs> oh, now I can't even. You know the song I'm thinking about. The only Jewish song I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People don't know. You my friend, can't. my friend. What do you think? <laughs> what about this you, watch? Usually thirteen ninety nine for you, my friend. Thirteen ninety five. Wow, thank you. <laughs> Good deals, my friend. Man, I've heard that. This is kind of a strange thing. You, that reminded me of. Um, well, how do you say? How do you say, uh, "Death by water"? 
Drowning. Drowning. Have you seen a YMH clip where the Hasidic Jews steal a golf cart from somebody? <laughs> like, this guy is driving a golf cart and like a pack <sighs> of like... 20 young Hasidic Jews just come out of nowhere. And they're like, you give us the key? And he's like, I gotta get my shit out first. Like, yes, but then you give us the key. And like, they just bully this guy into like giving him the key to a golf cart that he doesn't own. That's so funny. And then their producer on YMH is like Israeli Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog. Yeah, the dog, you know. But not everybody else does. And he was like, he was. He went on this rant about how he does not like Hasidic Jews at all. <laughs> and, and I, I was gonna ask you, is that a? I don't have any negative them? experiences with them. Yeah, I. You might not have been around them as much as he yeah, was. Probably, probably not, because he was born in Israel. Yeah. So. I don't. Yeah, I don't have not, any negative experiences with them. I don't have any experiences with them, other than I have seen some Hasidic Jews riding. Razor scooters before, and that's I saw those kids the other day too. Incredible, yeah. bro! It's like oh, yeah. they're definitely yeah. They're doing it, bro. They're now it's the Sabbath. They can't use electricity. Just, <laughs> I was gonna do this. <laughs> going to talk to this girl. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Tefillin or something. I don't, couldn't tell you. Something like that. Noodles. I think. Someone I don't remember who it was, but someone said. Uh, they were like, I want to put curly fries on Mr. Potato Head and make him Hasidic Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Zane Zadie, I think. Okay. Very funny joke. Yeah. That makes sense, but it yeah. reminded me of, like, Hedberg. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, shit. That sounds like, but that's, Zane Zadie's fucking good, bro. He's got a rhythm, for sure. He's there got it was, down. Um, it was kind of funny, when I worked at Harbor Freight, there was a customer that came through, and his last name was Zadie, and he happened to be, like, have the same background, so I was like, hey, you don't happen to know any comedians, do you? And he was like, no. And I was like, damn it. That would have been cool as shit if I was like, I know. Dude, I was talking <laughs> to my Uber driver the other day mm-hmm. about comedians. I was just like, I don't, I don't like, you know, I'm very comfortable with silence, but mm-hmm. I prefer not to have to sit in it while someone drives me. Yeah. So, I was just like, hey, do you like comedy at all? Mm-hmm. And so, we just started talking about comedy, and... She's like, no, I don't know much, but I could, I could talk about, like, the famous guys, like Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, yeah. See, I feel like that's a large reason I get along with black people better than white people a okay. lot of the time, is because I feel like, and I'm not trying to generalize here, I'm just saying, in my experience, I feel like black people won't sit in that uncomfortable silence, but white people will. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, we... All right. If you made it this far, that means you watched through the video. Thank you so much. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on anything you feel like sharing it on. Yeah. Thank you. Come on these big tits. Share them on his ginormous tits. Dude, you got to get those checked out, man. <laughs> Regulators! Reg- reg- regulators. Regulate any any stealing of his property. We're damn good too. Gotta be handy handy with the steal if you know what I mean. Earn you keep. Regulate.